Hello, this is Charlie. You might know me better as Sci-Fi Fantasy Writer C.E. Dorset. And it happened today. I knew it was going to happen today. So I tried to keep myself away from everybody. Fire rising inside and the anger building and building and building. Yeah, I lost my temper. <laughs> Bad, too. And of course, I had to be cliche about it and snap at one of my in-laws father-in-law who's over at the house helping Brian with some stuff and I just lost it lost complete and utter control of my mouth my words and my anger it's frustrating years and years and years of building up that self-control that helps you deal when you have anger issues and as life loves to do pile on you right now with everything going on with my family and some rather significant illness that I'd rather not talk about just yet because they asked me not to but you just say a prayer for my family if you're the praying type it make me feel good Oh man. So I lost it. I yelled and screamed. Said things that I had bottled up in me. That was my first mistake. Went out later and apologized. I don't think the apology was accepted. And this is where I'm starting to feel a little lacking here. I try to be a compassionate person and I try to preach compassion. But I'm really bad when that is not reciprocated. I just, I don't know right now. There's a lot of frustrating things going on in life is why I'm not podcasting as much as I want to, as much as I should be, because every time I look at things, I either get angry or get sad, those are really the only two buttons that I have right now, and I wish I could say that I was alone in that, but I've talked to quite a few of you all, and we all seem to be in this place where we have our emotions pared down to just simple binary of rage and sadness and there's part of me that wants to just be well it's a sign of the times I mean with everything going on what would you expect what else would you expect I think it's more than that I think it's a lot more than that I think we're all worn down to a nub I don't think any of us expected the year that we've had so far collectively and individually from some of the stories I've gotten from y'all I'm going to say this for me I know I need to do better I don't know how but I want to find a way to be honest with you 
I think I just don't have any tolerance left in me for people who want to be judgmental about my way of life and who I am. I think that's what all this boils down to. Like, I just don't have time for you anymore. I don't have time for that anymore. And any level of that is just setting me into these blinding rages. They're not really blinding. I've actually had blinding rages. That's over-exaggerating. It does sound more dramatic when you're listening to the story, though, doesn't it? No, I just keep wondering how to deal with people who just are so unwilling to understand anything outside the little bubble that they live in. And I'm sure that's probably true about me for a certain extent, and it probably sounds like that's the way that I'm being when I'm saying this, but I go out of my way to try to understand and speak to people in the language that they use, to go to understand where they're coming from and what their culture and worldview is, because that's how you show respect another person and that I think is the key value that we've lost in society today and I think it's one of the reasons why I've been well one of the reasons why I've been so prone to just anger or sadness and I think that's why a lot of us have we try to understand where other people are coming from And the amount of discourtesy coming from others who refuse to do even a little bit of that work. Just a little bit. Like, we don't ask for the moon and the stars. You don't have to know everything about me and my culture and my people and where I come from. And before you get confused about things, you know, I'm talking about, you know, I'm somebody who lives very immersed in the creative and fan cultures. I mean, I'm a writer, I'm an artist, and most of my friends are writers and artists. And I'm also a genderqueer homosexual. That's a whole other world as well. And the only times I really have these problems are with these are with people I almost said these people are with these people that have grown up in a middle to upper middle class white cisgendered heterosexual life because they haven't had to do the soul searching they haven't had to do the they haven't had the struggle They don't think about how their words and their actions look or sound to others 
because they've never had that kind of harsh word and action lobbed at them. Does that make sense? I'd love for you to call in on the Anchor app and let me know what you think about this. Because I think that's really the problem that we're up against right now is there's a certain amount of sensitivity that you develop when you spent your entire life having to justify every little thing about yourself. Like, yeah, I'm an artist. My husband is a restaurateur. No, those are real jobs. Like, we even hear it from our own employees that one day they hope that they can have a real job. And being creative is a real job. This will be continued on the other side of the break. It all comes down to this stupid concept of what's proper. Proper. What's right. What's proper. And we invest that term with so many things from our childhood and our culture and our expectations and we let it blind ourselves to what is in a way it's kind of the ultimate woulda shoulda coulda like is life going exactly the way that you would want it to if you'd planned it no but we can't plan every little thing because there's this thing called the real world where things happen because they happen. But it's not proper. Like I was saying, we have employees at the restaurant who I've heard say things like that, that they hope one day to go and have a real job and there's part of me that can understand that when they're a server even though that is a real job but I hear some of the chefs say it some of the cooks say it and I'm just like this is a profession this is a storied profession this is one of the few places that you can go and be artistic and get paid to be artistic and make people happy and make money at it But in their heads, it's not a real job. It's not a proper job. What is proper? Why does it matter? Maybe that is one of the new four-letter words that we need to be hunting down and eradicating from our vocabulary because so much of the trouble that we seem to be having right now comes down to that word, proper. And the fact that we have multiple cultures in this country that all have their own definition of what that word means. It's improper to have a transsexual woman use a lady's bathroom. What other bathroom should she use? She should use her bathroom, right? That makes sense, doesn't it? there's a sense of impropriety there because you don't think it's proper that she is a she that really does seem to be the source of a lot of our problems 
One of my favorite writers, Robert E. Howard, he used to talk about the noble barbarian. And he said the greatest thing about a barbarian is you always knew what they were thinking because if they didn't like you, they tried to kill you. And they'd do it to your face rather than the so-called civilized person who would do it behind your back. Makes you wonder how right he might have been. I don't have the answers to these things. I don't have the solutions to these problems. And it's a question that I think we need to be asking ourselves. Because how do you deal with this overinflated sense of propriety that's tearing our culture apart, that's tearing our civilization apart, that's tearing our world apart? And I'm not talking about decency, we should treat each other nice, or any of those things. I'm talking about when we start labeling entire lifestyles and entire cultures as improper, just because that's the way we've always seen it. Why should we change? There's a conversation to be had there, and I'm not sure exactly how it should start. Maybe one of you will know. Y'all seem to have the answers most of the time. You are some of the most brilliant people that I've ever met, and those of you that I haven't met, hope I will soon. How do we have this conversation with others? Let me know.